Section 84 of Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Iceland, Greenland, and the Search for the Poles. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Patrick Seaman. The World Story, Volume 8. Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Iceland, Greenland, and the Search for the Poles. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 84. The Search for the Lost Colonies of Greenland. 1579-1671. to By Dr. Henry Rink. After 1409, the Greenland colonies seem to have been, for many years, utterly neglected, if not entirely forgotten. Some people have supposed that pirates, or the Eskimos, called Skraelings, or the Black Death, had swept away the inhabitants. Others believed that the Danish navigation laws caused the decay of the settlements. Whatever may have been the cause, the colonies disappeared, and no remains of them were found until 1721, the time of Hans Egida, the editor. In 1579 and 1581, the first expeditions were dispatched from Denmark for the rediscovery of Greenland and the resumption of the trade with the inhabitants. It seems to have been a firm belief that people of Norse descent still lived there, but so totally had the knowledge of the colony been neglected that these expeditions only tried to reach the east coast opposite to Iceland. They did not even, like Eric the Red, sail southwards to learn whether the coast might be inhabited there. The pack ice bordering the east coast proved impenetrable, the result of their attempts, consequently, was a total failure, and the rediscovery of the sailing route to the deserted settlements became the achievement of a foreign nation, and the accidental result of explorations undertaken with a very different object in view. It was John Davis who, in the year 1585, in search of the northwest passage around America, discovered the strait named after him, and following the west coast of Greenland, succeeded in landing there in about 64 degrees north latitude, re-entered a fjord, and bartered with the natives. It is a well-known fact that in this and the following voyages he penetrated into Baffin's Bay to upwards the latitude of our present northmost settlement. Surveying the coasts on both sides, these discoveries in Denmark revived the thought of the long-neglected and given-up settlement, and even led to the opposite extreme in giving rise to the most sanguine expectations. With regard to its significance and riches, in 1605, Christian IV of Denmark sent out three ships under the command of two Englishmen and one Dane, named Lindenau, who were accompanied by one James Hall, who, having been in Greenland before, was appointed pilot, or sailing master. Shortly after they had sighted Greenland, the commanders fell out, and the ships separated, Lindenau succeeding in getting through the ice and finding a harbor somewhere about 62 degrees or 63 degrees north latitude. Here they met with a great number of natives, and began to barter with them for furs and narwhal horns. The natives proved to be very thievish, snatching away everything they could lay hold on, and the Europeans, per contra, availed themselves for the favorable state of the market by giving a single nail, it is told, for wares worth from two to three Danish dollars. Having carried on the traffic for a significantly long time, they secured two of the native merchants themselves, 
their skin canoes into the bargain and threw them into the ship's hold along with the other articles going for show to denmark the two poor wretches fell into a state of fury so that the crew were obliged to have them tied to the mast and with gunshots to frighten away their countrymen who were coming out to their rescue meanwhile the other ships had gone much farther north and landed somewhere south of sixty-seven degrees north latitude they likewise met with many natives and commenced bartering with them for skin whalebone narwhal horns and walrus tusks the commanders of these ships could as little resist the temptation of carrying home some specimens of the human inhabitants in order to exhibit them on their arrival in europe after having killed a good many of them says the old record they succeeded in capturing four alive though not without running great risks the prisoners were so savage and unmanageable that the sailors were obliged to shoot one of them to reduce the others to order on the voyage however they grew quite merry and the captain trained one of them to jump about at a given sign from him when he nodded at them and to go aloft with the sailors when these three ships had returned safely to copenhagen in the same year they attracted general attention but of all the wares and curiosities they had carried home with them nothing created such excitement as some specimens of silver ore which the voyagers pretended to have discovered at one of the northwest fjords the king in the hope of acquiring a lucrative colony levied a special greenland tax throughout his dominions and the next year he equipped no less than five ships for an expedition chiefly with the aim of mining silver ore the stolen greenlanders were appointed interpreters to the explorers the accounts of this enterprise are not very detailed but it has been reported that they reached the supposed silver mine found it all right shipped full cargo of ore and bartered with the natives from whom they stole five whereas in retaliation for other offences one of the ship's crew who had been put on shore as punishment for some crime was torn to pieces by the greenlanders in october the same year the expedition returned but as it appears resulting in utter disappointment the purchases of greenland articles had only been few probably on account of the stores having been exhausted in the preceding year no further mention is made of any silver mine and it is supposed that it proved to be only the invention of a swindler and that those who had been duped quietly put aside the mineral cargo after having ascertained it to be devoid of any metallic contents the human specimens were exhibited and their limbs measured and examined for the purpose of describing this new race later on one of them died of homesickness another made a desperate attempt at getting back to greenland in his kayak in which he perished the third of the poor wretches died from being overworked and compelled to go fishing in winter as well as in summer the last one tried to make his escape but was overtaken and died of grief and vexation the result of these explorations have been particularly disappointing as regards the rediscovery of the ancient colonies desolate and barren rocks have been found instead of farms and green pastures and the strange people of whom a few individuals have been brought home and minutely examined bore no resemblance at all to the reputed settlers it has taken centuries to discover the real cause of this disappointment which undoubtedly must be ascribed to an overrating of what eric the red considered an inhabitable country 
the want of success on the part of the explorers first led to the resumption of the old idea that the abandoned settlements had been situated to the east of cape farewell thither the king accordingly in the following year sixteen o seven dispatched an expedition which however soon returned after several perilous and disastrous efforts to penetrate the belt of pack-ice encumbering the whole of the coast with the failure of this expedition the government temporarily gave up all further attempts whereas some private expeditions english as well as danish visited greenland in the same century until the government again in sixteen seventy and sixteen seventy one sent out two ships probably to the east coast with what result is however unknown these other voyages in the meantime gave rise to several commercial undertakings fishing being tried in the new branch of the atlantic discovered by john davis they were carried on by english french and dutch vessels and the whale fishery especially acquired a long-continued importance in davis strait after the whale had become scarce in the spitzbergen seas but only the dutch seemed to have carried on any traffic with the inhabitants of the greenland coast in connection with the whale fishery this commerce already flourished in the earliest part of the eighteenth century the whalers on sailing up and down the strait occasionally dropped in here and there anchoring up in the bays and awaiting the arrival of the natives who used to bring out the products of their country for sale many cairns erected by them and also many names of places and several traditions indicate that the dutch have thoroughly searched the coast from cape farewell up to seventy-three degrees north latitude but there are no signs left that any settlements or temporary fishing establishments have ever existed or been attempted or intended by them nor have their explorations in any way added to the general store of geographical knowledge end of section eighty four this recording is in the public domain